Welcome to episode 30 of Tim Talk, the podcast by the DC Anime Universe, co-created by Bruce Tim. I'm Chris Lord. I'm Cameron Dexter. And uh, we have a special guest this week. Uh, Jonathan, how's it going? Hey, guys. <laughs> it's so good to be here. We, yeah, so we brought Jonathan in because we're talking uh, Harley and Ivy this week. I think one of the best episodes in the series, a fun one. And, yeah, and Jonathan will want to come in and talk about it. So we will be talking about that. Uh, but first, Jonathan, like, what, what's your relationship with the animated series? Like, Did you watch it when it was on back in the day? Oh, or? yeah. I, I watched it. It was just like my after-school thing. It was on, I believe it was on After Goosebumps okay. on Fox. Oh. And so my parents would get ready for, or get dinner ready. And I think it was, I think, I want to say Thursday or Friday nights. Because um, I remember being, it was at my dad's. And so I... Uh, Thursday or Friday nights they get ready and I would watch Batman before mm-hmm. dinner. So, yeah. And I now and I have them all on on DVD. So, like, have you gone back right. and, like, revisited them since back yeah. in the day? Like, did you oh, yeah. watch them again once you got them on DVD? Oh, yeah. Watched, watched them all the way through. I watched through to Batman Beyond as well, so. Oh, my God. That, that's the one that I'm, I'm absolutely most excited to get to is Batman Beyond. I like, that is, that is my favorite. Uh, so when you went back and started watching again, did you find that uh, a lot of them are, are kind of slow and also kind of bad? You know what? No, I like, I actually thought like a good chunk of them. I was like, oh, this is actually like pretty, pretty well, well written, well crafted. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you kind of like peel the layers back, oh, as, yeah. as I've listened to some of your guys' podcasts, <laughs> it, you're kind of like, wait, none of this makes sense. Yeah. Like, and, and we're not like we're doing like really deep dives, or like really interesting analysis here. We're just like, we're picking at the shallow things. No, too, but like, like what are these clown businesses that oh are yes. throughout Gotham? Well, now that, we have the Laugh Factory. Uh, yeah. Like in this episode, LAFF. But, but don't yeah. we technically have a Laugh Factory in LA? Hmm? We have we technically have a laugh. Yeah, we have a laugh factory. Yeah. Wait, oh no, that's the one right on Sunset. Okay, yeah, that's actually really close to me. I've never gone though. I haven't gone either. Well, I don't know if there's giant clowns. In I went. Town. There, there are. There are a ton of giant clowns. Oh, giant. Um, <laughs> yeah. I went to one show there a few weeks ago, and we went to the late show because on weekends they do like an early show and a late show. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize it's like an all night show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they go for like yeah. I think I told you about four this. hours. Uh, right? Yeah, we were there from ten till two. Oh, 10, 10 p.m. to two a.m. And it got to the point where we, like, missed the window to leave, uh, like, to leave early, because there was, like, the end of the headliners went, and on the list it said um, T.J. Miller was supposed to come, and he never yeah. showed up. That's and, actually not too surprising, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, I, I saw him the night before, actually, and he was just wasted. And that so, is also not too surprising. Yeah. <laughs> so going the next night, we were like, maybe he'll be better this time, and he just didn't come. <laughs> uh, so, like, when the last headliner showed, or finished... A big group got up and left, and then like after the next person w- ended, we looked around like, oh, there's too few people for us to leave now oh. because now it's gonna be really noticeable if we get up. We're also like front row, which was not smart. I mean, you're you're a good person because I've gone to one of those shows too at the comedy store, which just goes like way too long. And at a certain point, you're like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. Like this is now one thirty, and I'm tired. Yeah, I've had too much comedy. I mean, those are better than what I like. I just go to my friend shows, and I sit there like the parent at their like oh, high school kids thing, yeah. not wanting to listen to anyone else. And then when my kid's done, I just get up and leave. <laughs> yeah, just like all right, my kid went. See ya. See, this is why I never invited anyone to like our improv class shows. I was oh, like, yeah. I, I never wanted to put someone with the burden of having to show up here and watch me be terrible at improv. I mean, at least for us, it was just us. We were, I guess, we it was split in half. Yeah, but 
It was only an hour. That's true. No, and Max. Yeah, our yeah. level two show was 26 <laughs> it was really, minutes. It was really short, yeah. The rule is yes and, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have, a, I have a real problem with that. You know, I just, I'm a no person through and through. So if people throw things at me, I'm just like, what? Huh? No, I don't get it. Yeah. That's why, that's why I don't do improv anymore, guys. <laughs> I'm fucking terrible at it. Um, so then, like, what, what are your, some of your favorite episodes, Jonathan? Do you remember? Well, obviously, obviously this one. Yeah. Um, Quite a while back, the one oh god, I don't remember the name of it. It's you guys talked about it a while back. It's the one where Joker's like plaguing the one like ordinary guy that cuts him like cuts him off. Joker's favor, right? Yeah, Joker's, Joker's favor. favor. Yeah. Joker's favor is Robin's Reckoning's a huge oh, one. God, those are so good. Um I think it's terrible now, but for some reason as a kid, I loved the like the first episode with Killer Croc. I don't I don't know why. Oh, oh is Vendetta. That, uh, when Bullock's yeah. on Bullock's getting framed, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was actually that was pretty solid. Um, yeah, but Killer Croc, the way they they designed Killer Croc is just so. Oh yeah, his his design is terrible. <laughs> I I much prefer the new Batman Adventure redesign when he's yeah. like a little more green and reptilian and kind of more intimidating. And this, yeah, and I think I think weird. the uh, the Arkham games really kind of rectified the design. Look oh and, yeah, uh, that that whole that whole like area in uh, Arkham Asylum where you have to kind of like walk slowly on the planks because mm-hmm. Killer Crocs underneath you was terrifying. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I mean like I, I was barely breathing when I was playing that. It was just like I felt I had to be super quiet as if you were playing the game. <laughs> like but, someone in the next room making down like shut, shut up Killer Croc. <laughs> I, I always got so when I first watched this series I was also watching the 90s uh, Spider-Man and I kept confusing Killer Croc and the Lizard. So like <laughs> Probably up until a few years ago, whenever I thought of the new or the Batman Adventures Killer Croc design, I would yeah. see him like, oh yeah, he has the big tail and the lab coat, yeah, and the lab coat, and I, I couldn't distinguish them <laughs> yeah. ever. No, wait, I do have to ask, Cameron, when you said when you were watching this as a kid, when were you watching it? Because no, did... I said the, for the first time. Okay, because we established the last episode that you you were now only existing in the real world, yeah, in terms of the timeline of release, <laughs> yeah. So I actually think this episode came out before last week's episode. So uh, I still it did. Wasn't born yet. Yeah. <laughs> Brings me endless joy. I know so little, but um, I'm trying to think what else. What else is Batman worthy to ask? Like, what what are some of the the comics you've read? Oh, um, I mean, I love I love Scott Snyder's work with Batman. Yeah, um, I actually haven't read any of it. You know, his his sort of uh, Court of Owls, Night of the Owls, was mm-hmm. really riveting and creepy, and uh, same as with his uh, Joker storyline was fantastic. I mean, all the uh, other obvious ones like Dark Knight Returns and yeah. so on and so forth. But um, early, Long Halloween, yeah, Hush. Long Halloween, Hush, definitely. Uh, Gotham Central is one of my favorite ones. But oh, I, I've heard that's really good. You know, it, it was so disappointing to find that Gotham was not based off of that. <laughs> what is, what is Gotham even based off of at this point? Because it's hardly Batman comics. I, it's. To me, it is a Dick Wolf show set in Gotham. (laughs) No, that's pretty much true. Cameron, you made it further in than I ever did on Gotham. I made it a full season. Man, that's ambitious, just in of itself. A season and three episodes. I made it an episode. You guys did way better. (laughs) I, I... I just kept having this idea that, like, it's it has... There's no way it can keep getting worse. Oh, it Uh, found a way. It found a way. (laughs) And I was, I was under the impression of, like, if it did get better... There was no way I was gonna marathon through it, and so I'll do like it's just like a little a little bit of suffering each week instead oh. of like a block of suffering. Yeah, I guess that's slightly better. But it just never got better, so it it was all just a waste of time. I might get flagged for this, but I feel like it's the show for people who are not Batman fans. I don't know any Batman fans who actually watch it at this point. Neither do I. Yeah, uh, but either. then again, I think that applies to pretty much 
all the DC movies too at this point, right? Like no real, no real fans watch them or enjoy them. I mean, so. I'm, I'm I'm like rooting for Wonder Woman, but I I have no interest in Justice League. No, none. But hang on though, terrible ish segue. There is some hope in the future for the DC movies. Cameron, you seem to have missed this bit of information. Yeah, but, teach me, teach me. So things. they're announcing they've announced a Batgirl movie. Who do you think would be the best person ever to write and direct that movie? Oh, I did. Uh, sorry, I did see the title. Okay, already. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Joss Whedon. Yes. I mean, good sign? I mean, it, it comes at a great time with Buffy you know, and a Buffy's oh, 20th anniversary, yeah. which makes me feel super old now. Oh, yeah. I never yeah, I never really watched Buffy, but this we show have, makes me feel uh, old for the most part. Three more days, because I think it's getting taken off Netflix oh, yeah, in the month. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is too. And I think... Psh, I own but it. But I think it's all on <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Is I, it I, on Amazon? I think it might be all on Amazon. Okay, I feel like all the... Like, Netflix basically just stopped buying, like, old licensing, just letting all those expired Amazon just, oop, let's pluck these up and take them. Basically. Yeah. Which is fine. I got my Amazon account. That's where I'm watching Batman. Yeah. So it all works. But I, know, I own that too. This so. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I also own it on DVD, <laughs> but I find it much more convenient just, you know... To pay for it again. Well, I'm already paying for it again. So... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I'm hesitantly excited about that possibility. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping Wonder Woman's good. That's it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know about that though. That, just, well, after that, we'll we'll talk. <laughs> that's 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 absolutely fair. Yeah, I just don't even know if we're gonna get that far. To be honest, oh, we'll get that far. What do you they, think the world's gonna end by the time Justice League comes out? No, <laughs> no. I mean, well, we're gonna see. Be fair, that is a possibility. Oh, by, by that time, is a possibility. By the time but, uh, Batgirl. No, I I think that they're gonna have a hard reset before then. If if they have two or three more flops, they're gonna have to start over because they can't keep. Because I think they are gonna start to lose an audience, and they're gonna see the numbers drop, and they're gonna see it's not worth it anymore for what they're doing, and they're either gonna cancel everything, they're gonna cancel the universe, or they're gonna jumpstart it, kind of what they've been doing in the comics. The because they've rebooted twice in the past ten years. Oh, God, yeah. But I'll be I'll be interested because you hear all the kind of backstories of um, or the behind the scenes stories of Joss Whedon and his sort of headaches with Marvel and doing oh, Ultron yeah. and stuff like that. And it seems like DC has just been running through their gamut of like writer directors with like James Wan kind of maybe not doing Aquaman. I think he's the most consistent one. I don't think I've ever heard any rumors about him. And then uh, the Flash losing its director what twice? Yeah. So we 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 actually talked about this, I don't know, like a month or so ago, that at this point they've had more directors drop out of making DC movies than have made DC movies. And admittedly that happens all the time. People like come and go on projects happen with Marvel too. But like we are about to get the third Zack Snyder DC comics movie. Oh God, I told myself I'd stop, stop badmouthing Zack Snyder. I keep, <laughs> I, I keep trying. It's fine. We can just badmouth the whole universe. I know. I've, I'm tempted to like get a little like water squirt bottle and hand it to you, Cameron, every time I start to badmouth. Like, oh, I would. It'd be empty <laughs> right at the end of every episode. I'm still tempted to do it though. I would just unscrew the top and just throw the whole thing at you. No, that's uh, that's probably better. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope we get to that, but yeah. I, you know, it's. Who knows? I don't at this know. Point. I don't know. We'll see what happens after Justice League. Yeah, I, uh, guys, I just want a good one. But I suppose at some point we should talk about what we're here to talk about, Harley and Ivy. Oh, yeah, Batman. Yeah, good or version lack of, of this. Batman. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, again, another episode where he's not in it that much. But I, a lot of those actually end up being really good episodes, and they tend to focus on, like, more on a villain or on kind of a side character. I think they did that, I mean, obviously they did that really well here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Also, I Cameron, you'll appreciate this. My first note I had watching this was, oh my god, the animation is so good. It was so good this this week. I was gonna yeah. bring it up at the end because obviously this ends in a giant explosion. And yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was just because we haven't had a giant explosion in the past two or three weeks, but it was That's so true. well animated. Yeah. Every, like it was so detailed. They added like the little sparks to everything when they like get in the car at the end. They have the flames kind of engulfing it, and you see like the little. Um, you, like, they they go into so much detail in this one little moment, uh, and it. I was I was so happy. Yeah, I, I was so happy to see an explosion for the first time. I mean, we're on what season now? The, uh, technically, this is still season one. Yeah, the first season was sixty five episodes. So maybe they're learning. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and we're always talking about Acom, which is the really terrible animator. I think it's finally gone because you're saying yeah, last Acom week was the was last episode. Last, yeah, they had their last episode last week. Uh, this week's episode was uh, animated by CMR, I think. Mm. The they also did uh, the Clayface episode, the Clayface oh, Part Two. Okay, yeah, that's a, real, that's a really that nice really animated praised, one yeah. too. Oh, see, they got their shit together on this one. Yeah, yeah. It was like this was the one where it all just came together. I, yeah, I really do feel that way. Yeah, I mean, consistently, Paul Dini's always been doing the best episodes. And I think every Harley episode he's written, right? I mean, he was pretty much the mm-hmm. go-to Joker writer at this point. Yeah. Because, and I, I mean, this is the most we get to do with Harley, too, at this point. Like, actually, we still don't get her backstory. We just kind of get more of her. Right. Yeah. Well, what, I, what I've noticed with this episode, um, and I think it's one of the reasons why we all love it so much, is they're far enough in the show at this point that there's no more... Like intro episodes, oh, the world is yeah. set now, and so now they just get to play with it. You you say that as things. we're, I love you say that as we're going into two two part character introduction episodes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but those like event episodes. But you're right, like episode of the week sort of thing. We've pretty much got everyone. Well, established. I mean, we've met Barbara already. Yeah, uh, we haven't met Roz. Technically, we have, and a Vertigo. I know, but like we, they never said his name. No. So but I don't. think you've seen everyone, so people kind of recognize that that was a character from a previous episode. Yeah. yeah. But they, they, have, they have everything set up now, so they just get to kind of play with the pieces and mix and match. And, you know, we have these fun adventures we get to go on now without having to, like, backlog and be like, oh, this is why they're bad, this is what they're doing. Yeah, all the backstory. I mean, like, this one even opens. We just jump straight into, like, this really great car chase. Which too. was almost shot for shot. Uh, replicated in the Suicide Squad car chase. Oh, I oh, didn't right. even think, didn't about, even think that. about that. Oh my yeah, god, that bothered me. I there was like when they turn off onto the paved road, onto yeah. the rocky road. That's the point when it it splits. Yeah. But I honestly thought they were gonna drive off into the like into the lake, drive off a pier at some point. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, like the Thelma and Louisa, Thelma Louisa, and then Batman just punches Harley underwater. That yeah. that didn't happen this time. It, it didn't happen surprisingly, but it was yeah. Every moment of that was shot for shot taken. I completely in forgot the about Suicide that. Squad chase scene. I mean, we've seen time and again how much the the movies have drawn from the show. Yeah. So you know, I guess even David Ayer was watching this at one point. Yeah. Well, I I think I read that doesn't um, doesn't Tim produce a lot of it now? Oh, Bruce Tim. Yeah. Um, he produces pretty much all the direct to DVD animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't think he has any real involvement in, um, in the live action. The stuff. live action stuff. No, I. I, I think even now. <laughs> like even you know like so back in the day it was um, Michael Uslan and uh, Benjamin Melnick are like the guys who first had the rights, and so they, like, they were huge driving forces for getting Burton's movie made. I think even at this point they're just listed as executive producers, so they still like retain that role. But I, I think even 
I think, I think even at this point, anyone who's involved in Nolan's movies is pretty much gone. Because I think Charles Robin produced some or all of Nolan's movies, and I think he's basically gone after. Yeah, they. I remember Batman vs Superman. So they got rid of him after Batman Superman. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not the worst thing. <laughs> but, but yes, yeah, so, I mean, um, what the fuck were we talking about? Uh, the car chase. Yeah. <laughs> the first scene. <laughs> the first. Uh, we see uh, there's like the really interesting car chase. Uh, Harley and uh, Joker get away. We really see the, t- uh, the toxic relationship that's formed between them. She kind of takes the blame for everything, and it's yeah. just kind of there as the punching bag. Yeah, he's just always berating her for everything, everything mm-hmm. she does. Every little mix-up, which is his fault, he just blames her for it. Yeah. You know, I kind of like that they finally sort of addressed Joker's kind of abuse of her, because it yeah. is a little bit bothersome up into like this point, where you're kind of like, well, she kind of just gets like smacked around by him all the time, and... Ooh. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it is nice for them to point out, like, and that's one of the great things about having her paired with Ivy is Ivy's like, this is a bad thing you have going on here. Like, this guy doesn't care about you. Yeah. And it, it, I don't know, it just gives her a lot more depth. I mean, it, it makes her tragic rather than just, like, a henchman, which is nice. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's horrible to her. Yeah. All the uh, time. And so horrible that he fires her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he just expects she's going to come back. But what, what I do love here, too, is that we see what the Joker's biggest, biggest weakness is, at least in this version, is that he can't take a joke at his own expense. Right? As long as it's at somebody else's, he's totally fine. But as soon as it comes back on him, he wants nothing to do with it. Oh, yeah, the only person that can make fun of Joker is Joker. Exactly. Well, we saw yeah. that in the, um, oh, I don't remember the name of the episode anymore, but when they build the Joker-themed casino... Oh, Joker's Wild? Yes, Joker's Wild. I think so, yeah. I think that's when we really see, like... Yeah, he can't take any joke about him. No. Even if it was all planned for him to destroy it anyway. Exactly. Even if it's a big setup for him, he just, he hates it. Yeah, so I mean, Harley runs off, and we see that she's actually, like, competent, too. Like, when she goes to steal the diamond, like, she's actually really good at that, breaking in and getting past the lasers and, like, actually meticulously cutting the glass. Like, you just kind of think of her as kind of a blunt instrument of sorts, just kind of, like, bumbling through everything. Like, no, she actually has some skills. Yeah, and it felt like, I know for me watching it, uh, especially just her throughout the series, this is where I felt like she became like a full character. Yeah. And hence kind of gave her her like part in the episodes that followed it. Yeah. So definitely kind of made her more of a standout and definitely sort of allowed for more of her own episodes later on because it's it's such a good episode. Yeah. She's it, such a good character. It gave her something to do. And, you know, she's lasted all the way up until now with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's, I mean, especially because of Suicide Squad, she's one of the most recognizable characters now. I mean, you stop someone on the street, they'll probably know her maybe even for Catwoman at this point. Most cosplayed, probably. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Ab- yeah, it's just ev- everyone, everyone is cosplaying as her now. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, like, she's a cool character to cosplay. There's a lot of different iterations, but they're pretty much always the movie version, which is like, no. Yeah, basically. No. It's rare that I see any, I don't even see any Arkham game ones no not I anymore see, i see a few a few though like the i i see it as like nurse nurse harley it's oh kind of yeah style of that one why doesn't anyone don the clown suit why doesn't anyone do animated series is that just uh, not sexy because usually conventions are in the summer and that is really hot oh look you just you get one that breathes yeah yeah <laughs> but also because you don't get as many photos taken in that suit as you do in the skimpy suit I kind of want to put on the animated series suit now and see if I can challenge that. <laughs> see go how many it. photos go I can get. Drag, yeah, drag. Go drag. <laughs> Old school Harley drag and see how many photos I can get. Go for it. I mean, they even added it in the uh, Suicide Squad. 
They yeah. had that like flash of her dancing with Joker in the some, animated suit. Yeah, some some dream or some flashback it's super or weird, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but it's there. Yeah, well, because I think that that moment's like there's like I think it was Alex Ross has that painting he did right. Like yeah, the two, yeah, where Joker's in like the proper tuxedo. Yeah, and then she she like picks it out of her like bag of stuff. When yeah, they get released. It was, it was fun having the nod in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I like the whole like dancing moment because it felt very out of place to what already was. I didn't mind it, like, her looking at it in... Oh, did you think that Harley was just being used uh, exploitatively? Just to Harley's get some attention? I, yeah, I, I have much more to talk about later on, especially when we get into, like, the, the relationship between her and Ivy. But, I mean, so, yeah, so at the museum, they do run into each other, and they kind of, like, form this partnership. And I love it, too, because uh, Ivy even quotes... Casablanca. I was there. I was gonna wait for you to. I had to, I had to bring back. it up. It's my favorite movie. I know. Did you see the other movie reference? Well, uh, also the, in that scene, the car is has the last bit rosebud. Yeah, Citizen Kane. Yeah, these aren't gonna pass me, man. I was I was hoping not. <laughs> isn't there isn't there even another episode that recalls um, Citizen Kane? Uh, in the I swear there is. Well, I mean, at Heart of Ice, he's got the. It's not. He doesn't have a. Snow Maybe that's why I'm thinking he, of his Heart of Ice yeah. because he, he's got the globe and it's kind of in like black and white. Yeah. I guess, yeah, maybe that's the closest one I can think of. I feel like there's got to be another one in there somewhere. I mean, Citizen Kane. Part of me always just thinks because Batman was, like, at the time of Tiny Toon Adventures, I just always think of that episode where What's-His-Face goes out the window and screams acne, and they try and figure out what it was the entire time, and it turns out to be acne. Oh, is that Tiny Toons? Yeah. I, you know, I haven't watched that in (laughs) such a long time. I gotta go back to that. It was it was in the same block. That's why I'm like thinking about it. Right now. I know. Yeah, I, I remember. I I did watch a lot of it. Like I always remember the uh, the episode of Tiny Toons based off Deliverance when they go oh like on God. summer vacation. I don't know why that one in particular always stuck with me, but that's the that's the one I recall. Cameron, you're giving us that look. Like you just... no, I wish I could join in the conversation. I feel like I've mentioned this before that uh, growing up I didn't have Tiny Toons uh, because Cartoon Network would always play Baby Looney Tunes instead, and so that's the one that I that I grew up with. What's even the point? I know. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. This is the first time on the podcast that I can't join in the cartoon conversation. That's true, actually. That's, yeah, I mean, you are the cartoon expert here. Me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you feel excluded right now. No, it's fine. It just makes fine. me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cameron, you always make me feel old. It's a good thing, though. It's my goal. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, so they, they decide to team up. Uh, I thought this was interesting, too. So, I guess, so Harley gives her, or no, Ivy gives Harley, like, a, an antidote to all the poisons at the, the, where are they? Toxic waste dump. Mm-hmm. And apparently, that's supposed to give her extra strength and stamina. In the comics, they yeah. added that. But that was years later. That wasn't yeah. until, like, 99. Are these the ones that they just started doing? No. No, no, no. Um, at the end of... Or in one of it the was, side it was stories during, of No Man's um, Land. Yeah, during No Man's Land, okay. the same thing happens. But so, I, yes, I don't know if... One of the few series I have. Except in Seth really getting good, fired. Actually. I hear uh, it's the one that was like loosely what... Um, oh, very loosely Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, was yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, based off Which of. is almost kind of... It's kind of too bad, because actually it's a really cool, interesting story. But it'd be hard to do in a movie, so I kind of get... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know like if that was part of the com- like part of the cartoon that just didn't talk about it or where... But I, the, what I read was at least that this is the justification for why Harley keeps surviving from really long falls later on in the series, like Mad Love, which gets pushed out the window, or how she survives in Return of the Joker. God, she gets abused. She really it's does. It's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know. And it, it makes me cringe sometimes, like when I've gone back and watched it, and it's just like, I'm like, wow, this poor girl. Like, yeah. just in love with the Joker, and she gets pushed out windows. Yeah. And I mean, she gets, 
I don't know if I would necessarily call it a happy ending, but like she's still alive and kicking in Batman Beyond, and literally, I mean, she's literally just kicking around her granddaughters all the time. Yeah, so true. she, you know, she kind of gets ish, <laughs> happy-ish ending. I mean, she's alive. Joker's, I guess, technically dead. Yeah, so it works out okay. <laughs> Kinda. Maybe I don't know. we'll just have hope for her. But um, but yeah, so they they continue on their like crime spree, and they're the queens of crime mm-hmm. now across the board. And I, I did love the scene where they go to the. Uh, I had to write this down. The um the Peregrinators Club, which is like an old yeah the old man's club, old white guy adventure club. I love because I mean the the dialogue in there is even like oh what a woman here yeah. it's like outrageous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I love that scene was awesome. But the next scene they do like the the nod to. Uh, the old Superman's with the spinning newspaper. Oh, yeah. And then you yeah. see the fridge, and that, like, made my heart so happy. Oh, yeah, they're, like, putting their, their all... photos together yeah. and all their news uh, newspaper clippings of their heist. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. They're, like, real friends. Yeah. they And, like, that's, I think, kind of one of the reasons why this dynamic has carried on for so long is that not only does kind of Harley need a, a positive influence in her life, like someone who actually really cares about her and just using her, but kind of this said to be the same for Poison Ivy, right? Who's very much a loner and always isolated and actually have someone she cares about. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, and then on the other side of the coin, you got Joker, who's just like, life just turns into a complete I feel like Harley. Yeah. All, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I feel like all 90s rom-coms that dealt with like a bad breakup this was like the super stereotype. Oh, basically, of, like, the oh, girl yeah. is just trying to get over it with her friends, and the guy is sitting there in his underwear, not knowing no, not knowing how to do anything. This was the Freddie Prinze Jr. movie of Gotham. Oh God, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, because he's like he, he'd play a good Joker, Freddie Prinze Jr. in like in the '90s. Actually, yeah, he would have been. Yeah, I've also been watching Star Wars Rebels, so, which is he's in. So I still is he really? Yeah, he's really good in it too. He writes good for, for uh, WWE. That's awesome. What? Really? You didn't know this? I had no idea. That is <laughs> yeah. insane. He was a writer for, I don't know if he still is, but he was a writer for WWE for a good amount of time. Weirdly enough, I never thought someone being connected with WWE would make them like go up in my estimate. Like I respect him more knowing that, which I was not expecting. Right, wait, hold on. Are you saying that WWE is scripted? <laughs> um, I can neither confirm nor deny that. I mean, it can't be. It can't be. No, <laughs> there's no, no. way. It's, it's not it's possible. Like telling me that Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then, what is the rock cooking then? I mean, someone's gonna tell me. I don't know. Oh, those. I'm not gonna. I mean, that. I've seen what what he cooks up, and good lord, it's oh, a lot the, of food. Oh, like the 36 pancakes. I read about the the guy who went on the diet for a day, and he said, "A, it costs a crazy amount of oh, money. I can only and imagine. B, it's yeah. so much food. Yeah, it's so much food. Not worth it." I've seen I've seen his Instagram pics of his cheat day. Like he, the guy eats like a cake and like four dozen donuts. And this, that, like that sounds great. And you stop and think about it, like no, yeah, that's that doesn't sound great at all. I have a piece but, of candy for my cheat day, and then I yeah. feel like I'm like bloated for the rest of the day yeah. <laughs> for the week. <laughs> Actually, okay, Hannah, I do have I do have a question related to the food thing here. Maybe you guys help me understand this. Why is poison ivy a vegetarian? I feel like we kind of touched on this once before, but I'm still really confused by this. I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's such a weird. You think she would just eat meat? Right, she hates well, animals. So when she, I would imagine it as like how um, how we see like the Native Americans treat it as like the Earth giving it to them and them kind of oh. like the circle of life situation. The only thing I can think of is from Avatar, 
where like I'm saying real Avatar, right? Not right, right. Yeah, Blue People Avatar, not not Last Airbender. Avatar. Oh, I when I said real Avatar, I meant the cartoon Avatar. Oh no, no yes, I, sorry, I'm I'm going to Blue People Avatar. I know okay. I need to find a way to distinguish the two. Yeah, uh, where like uh, Jake shoots the whatever creature is on yeah. Pandora, and they like do the prayer. Um, oh, the dog thing. Yeah, the one that looks like that one Pokemon that we keep seeing now on Pokemon Go. I don't, I don't play Pokemon Go. Snubble? <laughs> I've never played it. I've never been a Pokemon Go. No, they, added, they added the second generation. I know. I, so. I just started playing it again. I'm trying Hound, to think of... Hound Doom? Hound Doom. Yeah. Looks like Hound Doom. Yeah. Oh, with okay. like two extra Oh, legs. I kind of remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. It it's... just always bothers me. She loves plants. Why would she be eating them? She hates animals, you think. You know, it's 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 90s logic. That's she what, loves you know, plants. She loves everything about plants. She she's even eats them. plants. That's all she eats. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And this is before like veganism and stuff became that's like true. a big thing yeah not that it didn't exist yeah lisa simpson was still trying to become a vegan but. true but yeah because so because ivy's serving up salad and harley makes like a little joker face which they then superimpose the joker's face over in case you didn't know <laughs> what, she, what <laughs> she, she was trying to do about anything yeah, couldn't think about anything but no she had to get that over there so we see that like harley still despite having what is clearly a better life still misses the joker and misses that whole i mean whole don't, don't you make your food look like your loved ones when you miss them. I do it all the time. No, <laughs> and I know I know some of them listen to it. I'm sorry, guys, but no, I don't. Yeah, I don't really know how to turn a Chipotle burrito into someone's face. <laughs> it is an art, and it is. Very, Unless it's just years super abstract. abstract. You, you use yeah. the actual tortilla itself as the face. No, I'm not going to break up my burrito. <laughs> I'm not. I just get a bowl at that point. Yeah, I can't ruin the integrity of your burrito. Yeah, I just. I'm not the, a monster. I use the leftovers of the burrito because so much of it falls apart as I'm just. Oh, you haven't perfected devouring. it. Then. I've I, perfected the eating. I've perfected the face making. The the eating is is the most important part for me. Yeah. Uh, so after she sees the face, it goes to my favorite. I think maybe my favorite scene is when they're driving oh, yeah. at the stoplight and there's the three, the three frat guys. guys. Yeah. yeah. And you, did you see the note on Amazon? Yeah, that it's uh, it's Bruce, Tim, Eric Radomsky, and then uh, Ted Blackman, who's uh, background supervisor. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that it's that's the three of them oh, are in the car. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. Harley's reaction to that, though, when they're yeah. like teasing you. You want to give me a spanking? Yeah. She's like, yeah, here's the paddle. And she pulls out a rocket launcher. <laughs> just, just blows it up. Yeah. It's so... It's one of the most, I feel like, most iconic moments of the series. Yeah. It's also so very distinctly Harley, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. no one else would think just pull a rocket launcher exactly. out of nowhere and blow up a car. I mean, it's a... I guess it's just, like, the classic clown gag thing. Is like, yeah. You but pull out, like, the biggest thing out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also shows that, like, she does have that... She can have that kind of confidence, too. Like, she... You just get away from the Joker. Girl like, yeah, power. Yeah. God, I love, I love this episode so much, guys. It's mm-hmm. so good. But, but also, right after the scene, it bothered me a little bit, because that's when Batman finally shows up. Oh, We've yeah. been seeing these newspaper clippings, but I assume are days, be, days apart. Yeah, so it's, it's not one It's got to be, I think, a few weeks at least that yeah. they're on this this. Break. And this is his first time being like, oh, maybe I should do something. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he, like, tracks down. Oh, yeah. He gets the, the dirt sample. And he's like, oh, this is... Kind of like the dirt you'd find at a toxic waste dump. It takes Alfred to point out that maybe you should go to the toxic waste dump. Yeah. Maybe it's where they're hiding? Uh, Who's the detective here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we see at the waste dump, a Harley calls Joker. Mm-hmm. He tracks the call. Um, and as they hang up, Batman shows up. And again, no consideration to personal property. Just breaks through the wall. I know. Not even a window. Like, through the wall. Yeah. The thing that's the most expensive to replace. I would like to own a Gotham insurance company. 
Oh yeah, we we, so much money. we we've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cameron has this theory about that you can buy villain specific insurance. <laughs> oh, I like I like the other theory that the insurance people are the ones running Arkham. And so oh, if they that's need right. Their oh, rates yeah. to go up. They're yeah. the ones that are letting the the villains out. All of a sudden, all the doors and gates open in Arkham. It's like, oh, who, but that's who did that's that? why I would, that's why I love the series is because like you know what? I bet if they thought of that at that time, it would have been an episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they, they do go to these like really weird places with it. Um, but yeah, so like everyone basically shows up at the same time. They incapacitate Batman with a plant, yep. and they dump him into the toxic waste stuff. I love too that he is strapped down to the table by like a vacuum cleaner and like all of like the the trappings of like domesticated lifestyle. I love that little touch. But yeah, so as he's sinking into the pit, all of a sudden the Joker shows up, and we think he wants her back. He just wants all the money. He just that's wants stolen. the money. Yeah, I know. Doesn't care about her. At all. Misogyny. Uh, but then there's is. the really cute moment where afterwards, uh, well, I guess Joker tries to poison Poison Ivy. Oh, that's but so good. Yeah. But she's obviously. Immune yeah. To everything. Uh, but then like the moment that I found really cute is obviously you see Joker going straight for the cash. They, she knocks him down. And instead of going for the cash herself, she grabs Harley and runs out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's that's sweet. She cares about her more than money. Yeah, because they, they really do like care about each other. Yeah. Ivy, I think, generally really does want to make uh, Harley's life better. Yeah, so they they nearly escape. But how do they get caught? Montoya. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because there's, oh, like, uh, there's that <laughs> great line about how like no man can yeah. possibly catch us. And, and then Montoya, Montoya sitting right yep. in front of them. Because oh, I, I absolutely love that so yeah. much. Yeah, I also love too. I think this might be the first time uh, that we have a big explosion that is one both justified and two actually pointed out. Like Batman's like, no, don't shoot, yeah, don't do it. It's gonna, explode. it's gonna blow. Whereas every other time, it's just things spontaneously combust. Yeah, he finally sees it. It just all it, comes together in this one. It does. It really, God, it really, really does. And though I, I was, I found myself so rooting for them to keep going. Like I did not want them to get caught. Right? No. You, yeah. You, you want them. To keep the spree going. And I, they don't reunite again in this version of the animated series, but they have a couple episodes together in the new Batman Adventures. Now, was, mm-hmm. this, was this the first time overall that they were put together? Was in the animated series? Or? I think so. Well, yeah. their debut, or Harley's debut, wasn't even in, wasn't even out yet in the Oh, comics. really? This come, oh, yeah. that's right, yeah. Because I think... Because that was... I didn't realize... I, I looked it up, and I didn't realize how popular... Like, how many things happened in that one issue... So Batman or uh, Harley Quinn's first appearance is also the first issue where Barbara dons Batgirl suit. Oh, that's right, because it's it's the it's the Batman Adventures comics, right? Batman so Adventures number twelve. Yes, yeah, so I don't know, I don't know if it technically counts as part of the Timverse, but it's at least in the style of mm-hmm. the Timverse. Uh, and it's also she's teamed up with Ivy in that. Oh comic. yeah, because this pairing goes on for a long time. It's still oh, going it's still on. Still going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah because so they um yeah because they had. So after they had their appearance together in the comic, then they got their own mm-hmm. Batman Adventures comic series, the two of them. And then they had Gotham Sirens with Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Which, like, that was a big one, too, because that was the first point where, like, Harley basically calls Ivy out. It's like, the only reason you hang out with me all the time is because you're in love with me. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, that was the first time they started kind of address... Because that was, like, it was a fan theory. It's like, are yeah. they, aren't they, sort of thing. But that, it, it finally the end of that story there. is so sad, though. Did, okay, do you know how oh, it ends? Because um, doesn't it end with... How does it end? I, I read it and I uh, forgot it already. So in Sirens, uh, the three team up. Catwoman is trying to turn them good. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and so she makes a deal with Batman that she'll take responsibility if they ever do anything wrong. Um, uh, Harley uses their power to break into Arkham, where she's going to kill Joker. Instead, she sets him free. Uh, Catwoman is dealing with the Arkham stuff. They Then they uh, Ivy and... 
uh, Harley have their talks, like, you you only hang out with me because you love me, and they just walk away. Oh, yeah. And then she just, like, she, like, beats her up. She beats up Ivy and then just kind of leaves her there. Oh, I missed that part of the oh, recap. Yeah. Oh, that makes it really sad. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the romantic side of it has always been, it, it was teased in the earlier, late 90s. Yeah. There was a, a Batgirl one-off. Oh, yeah, I read those panels. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, what are you guys? Like, is it are you just friends? And uh, Harley's like, oh, I don't know. What are you and Supergirl? Yeah, and, and it like, just shuts Batgirl down <laughs> in an instant. Yeah. Which is so great. Yeah, because I, I think it was always kind of um, speculated until actually 2015 when the, the writers for Harley, like, put out a tweet. It's like, yeah, they are girlfriends without the, how did he phrase it? I wrote it down. Oh, the jealousy of monogamy. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of getting in the way. And so I, because I, I haven't read a lot of that stuff. Like, I know they also have bombshells, too. Which the the pair of them I guess are a couple. Which in is that. super cool. I've heard it's really good. I, yeah. I I need to go like download it and read it because it looks really awesome. You've read some of it. I've read like a few of it, but like I love kind of like the vintage feel of it and stuff yeah. like that. because it's all really the cool the DC like um, Wonder Woman, bat, yeah, heroines and villains all set during World War Two. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Ooh. Yeah, right. They're all like Rosie River type characters. Yeah, exactly. And I think some of them are kind of grounded too, like they're like the slightly more realistic versions of them. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have the same origins and stuff. But what um what was the other mid 2000s all girl DC show? Birds of Prey. Thank you. Yeah, I, that lasted I, for, for some a reason season. I couldn't figure that out. And that was Huntress Black Canary and Batgirl? Uh, no, well Oracle. Uh-huh. Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it, it was weird because it wasn't Helena Bertinelli as Huntress, it was the daughter of Batman and Catwoman who yeah, had like metahuman powers and she was Huntress. And it wasn't the original Dinah Lance. It was like her daughter who was Black Canary. I don't remember the. I don't remember the show at all. I, I know. I, I know it was a comic book, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, it, it was awful. Like, yeah, I, mean, I they're, only they're, remember the title sequence, yeah. and it's like so. Like, if did it, you imagine any early two thousands thing? Like, it, did it come out shortly bad. after Teen Titans? Um, I want to. Yeah, it was like two thousand four. Yeah, I mean, it, it was like clearly like uh, Underworld was a huge influence okay. on like, the styling of it. It was pre Smallville, yeah. Even so, live action, yeah, live action. Oh, wow. on okay. on the WB, mm-hmm. it was not very good. I mean, oh, there, there, there were there were some clever things like uh, Harley was the main villain in that, in like in the whole show, and but, like oh, I totally missed this. Yeah, but she, like she like people didn't know that was Harley and Quinzel, so she was like posing as a normal psychiatrist and like treating uh, Huntress. And Clayface is in there because Clayface killed Catwoman, and like they make references to the Joker. And... I seriously wish Clayface was in more stuff. I for some yeah. reason like maybe it's the animated series, but like I found he became like one of my favorite villains. Oh yeah, no, he's great, and he's great in this in particular. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we might get him in a movie. Who knows? That would be so weird though. Uh, but we have, if if the universe continues, we do have a Gotham Sirens movie. Yeah, planned. True. We do uh, with Margot Robbie, and then mm-hmm. the news that came out recently is um, oh. Jessica Chastain is a potential slot for Poison Ivy. Yeah, I don't. Oh. It was hard to tell if they'd actually approached her or not. If that was like a fan sort of thing, like oh, like Jessica Chastain is a good actress and beautiful and has red hair. The the article I read, I think the article I saw was um, she said she wants to do it. But have have you seen Miss Sloan? I have not. Like that, I could see her playing Poison Ivy just yeah. from her performance. I mean, she's that. amazing. Like anything mm-hmm. I've ever seen her in, I absolutely love her. I would much rather have that than Megan Fox because <laughs> Jessica Chastain is actually a real actress. Yeah. Uh, but did you see who the villain is? Which I think is going to be really interesting. No, I don't know if I did see that. Uh, Black Mask. 
Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm that on board for that. kind of makes sense. Yeah. Kind of grounded, not mm-hmm. so out there like the, what was it, the Empress? From oh, Enchantress. 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 Yeah. I yeah. try to like blot out a lot of. Yeah, I've I've forgotten, I've forgotten <laughs> but, swaths of that movie. But speaking of Oscar award winning movie, oh, God, Oscar award winning, yeah, yeah, Oscar award winning Suicide Squad. Uh, Guys, the world we live in. I know. Uh, but mm. speaking of Cara Delevingne, uh, the new Valerian trailer. Oh, that does look actually pretty good. Looks, I I hope it's good. I really do. The new trailer doesn't make it feel as like as funny as the first trailer did, which yeah. is fine. But yeah, it looks so good. I'm so excited for that movie. Yeah, I am too. I think I'm I'm totally down to that for a crossover. We're talking about maybe doing yeah. it. We should. Yeah, since it's uh I think as Trevor posted, like so many things have been influenced because of that yeah. comic series. No, that yeah. I don't know if you know what we're talking about. People but. once said the same thing about John Carter. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Yeah. Sometimes it is hard to go back to those like, original things. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean it, it looks promising. I mean Luke Besson knows how to do world build. I, I never read it, so I'm I haven't read it either. But this I mean, the movie looks like it could be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of curious what, so we have, we have a little bit of time left here. I'm kind of curious, what do you guys think about them officially making, uh, Harley and Ivy a couple? Now, admittedly, we are not the best people talking about this. We are three white dudes talking about like feminism, which is probably not the best thing, but I mean, I think I'm still curious. How do you guys feel about that? Cause I was always worried if they ever went down that route, it would just be purely exploitative. And I feel like they've actually done a pretty good job. I'm just curious what you guys think. I mean, I'm always pro, um, more, LGBT characters well, yeah, in comics because it had there's just been like kind of a very not a very good streak of them having those characters no. and it it's always kind of disappointing when they do have them they're either a killed off or b they're like superly fetishized yeah which Harley and Ivy it kind of depends on the comic you kind of pick up it does because I mean both mm-hmm. those characters on their own are already very sexualized all the time and so you put them together and like oh this and I, I, there are some panels that I, like, as I was doing my research, some panels, like, definitely go down that route. But I will give it credit. The most stuff that I read, like, they actually have, like, really interesting, like, meaningful conversations. Yeah. They actually well, and they're both very, voices. like, smart characters. Yeah. And have, kind of have, like, a very good history of, you know, being intelligent female characters. But sometimes that doesn't matter when, to the guy who's drawing them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think they said David Ayer is going to direct this movie as well. Yeah. I'd... Who do you think should play Batgirl? Megan oh. Fox. <laughs> Why? I no, just Can we go Kristen. Emma Stone? <laughs> you know, I actually don't know if that would work. No. No. I think it would be too <sighs> I I don't know, I really like Emma Stone, but I feel like that would just be a little too I can't I can see her as Barbara Gordon. I would have a hard time seeing her as Batgirl. Yeah. Clearly, that's who you want. Is there? I mean, I I don't I don't have any other like thoughts on it, so yeah. I can't I can't pull any other like actresses out of. Yeah. I mean, it, it won't end up being an unknown. I I would like to see them cast more unknowns in these movies. Mm-hmm. Well, Joss Whedon's always like pretty good with his like casting. Yeah. Or maybe he'll bring back like a uh, an old favorite from like Buffy or something. <laughs> Like an Allison Hannigan. <laughs> well, I don't even know how that would work. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would be very intrigued by it. But I, I wonder um, with this big push for more diversity, and uh, especially with the uh, uh, Lego Batman version of Barbara. Oh yeah. Um, I wonder if we might not even get just like a generic white redheaded girl. 
That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe I got I would hope so. Maybe especially because it's Whedon. Mm-hmm. But might give him extra leeway. I feel like he wouldn't sign up to do this unless he had full a certain amount of clout. Yeah, because I mean, he already did this dance at DC once before with Wonder Woman. Like yeah. he came really close to getting a Wonder Woman movie made. Long, I think before even Batman Begins, or yeah. around that time. I'm, and I'm wondering too if like DC and Warner Brothers is starting to hit the point where they're like, please, someone help us. <laughs> like, well, I mean, they kind of need it, right? I mean, Marvel's been pretty good about a, you know bringing in interesting people to like bring a specific vision to their movies, and I feel like DC is much more just like you've worked with us before. Here's a property that we need to make money. And it's a hard game because they're they keep making huge amounts of money off of these, but they're just getting panned. And the question is, is like how many strikes will fans take before they're like, nope, we're good. Yeah. We don't need another well, that's one. why that's why I keep saying there's gonna be a reset. Possibly. Yeah. They might yeah, they're they're gonna have to do something. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean I from basically at this point they've lost me. It's basically just because the podcast is still going. They so. only got me with uh Patty Jenkins for Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I will give them credit for that. So, like, that's that's my like my last hope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe, my my hope maybe. with my hope with that is that they would take that and then just like reset from there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, uh, I think we talked about. I don't know if we did it on the podcast, but we talked about this last week of when the bubble is going to pop, and we keep imagining after Infinity Wars. Yeah. Uh, what What would What do you think Marvel would do after Infinity War? Well, I um. Wait, is there anything? When, because oh, I know there's there's Captain Marvel that's coming down the pipeline. There's Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, are those both after? I'm not a big. Mar- I'm more DC than Marvel, so I'm not yeah, entirely they're, they're, sure. Yeah. Other than Infinity War, what their huge their next huge storyline is. If yeah. I remember correctly, so we have Infinity War is going to be two parts. Um, well, I don't, or do they no, combine it into I, one? I think at this point they've they've distanced themselves from that notion. I think it's much more like this is Infinity War, and then there's an Avengers four that's going to happen afterwards, which okay. I'm sure will. Continue whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess. Is, I guess but... now that we've seen the Guardians uh, crew on set, yeah, because the original idea was part one was going to be the Avengers, yeah, fighting in space, and then part two was going to be the Guardians coming yeah. to save them. Yeah, I mean to be fair, they're filming them back to back, so yeah. I guess oh, that is true. Yeah, yeah, or I guess simultaneously is more mm-hmm. way of putting uh, it. Because there's still the fan theory out uh, from all going back to Avengers when, or no, I guess it would be Ultron when. Um, when Tony sees the image of all of the Avengers kind of lying dead on a rock. Oh, that might that come. That's Thanos's rock. Oh. And Thanos has just defeated them, and something kept him back. And he couldn't be there to help fight, and so he's the one that's going to have to find the Guardians. Oh, that can be interesting. At least that's the story that I wrote in my head. Of course, yeah. I mean, have you seen Cate Blanchett as de- death? She looks oh, as, as uh, Hela? Fierce. Yeah, I am very. <laughs> I am super excited for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that's oh, it's gonna be so uh, good. But yeah, in the pipeline, there's um, we we obviously have Ragnarok, and then Infinity War, and then Black Panther, uh, Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah, Captain Marvel. But I don't. I, just I don't, don't remember. Know what could be beyond Infinity War. I just don't remember. Yeah, because I mean, they, and then there's obviously talking like Doctor Strange too. I just don't know where those fit between Infinity War one and two if they're if they're before or afterwards, but. I'm I'm curious to see when people are going to start getting tired of waiting for like the sort of big like Avengers come together movies. Yeah, because that's mm-hmm. sort of what it, where I'm getting tired is I'm like okay like some of these are fun, but it's like you know everyone likes sort of the like they all come into one movie. Yeah, like I mean Civil War was better than like Ant Man or Doctor Strange, and I loved those. But you know, and I mean it's and I mean it's one thing where it's like yeah the build up is part of 
the fun of it, but the buildup is getting longer and longer when you have more and more superheroes to it. Yeah. Whereas DC just tried to do it all at once, and it's just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I think the next big grouping that's going to try and kind of figure that out is the Godzilla King Kong monster universe. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, I disagree. I think it's going to be universal with their new monster movie. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Universe. Um, Kurtzman and Orsi are working on a monster movie universe. Uh, no, it's not, not the, the pair of them. One. I think it's just Orsi. Oh, Orsi's. that's right. Okay, they, yeah, they've the separated. Mummy. Yeah, but I I always know that they kind of dabble oh, okay. with each other. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing what I think Kurtzman is the one that's less involved. In I Orsi's think so. Yeah, fronting it, but the Mummy's the first one of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know. Like, Which I'm actually as a horror fan, I'm kind of right. excited to see. What I mean, it looks pretty good. Like, I mean, to both your points, like I, every studio now is trying to find their. Thing. Yeah, their ex- expanded universe. Right, exactly. Yes, yeah, so that's what Universal's trying to do. Um, yeah, Warner Brothers trying to get a second one going with the Paramount doesn't the have one. Nope. <laughs> um, but on, I think we can Disney's all say got two. So I think we can all say the best universe crossover is what DC is doing right now with the Hanna Barbera universe. Oh, I've heard that stuff's and pretty good. Every yeah. Hanna Barbera cartoon now is in the same world. Oh yeah, yeah. I read that. And that's it's coming amazing. Up. Actually, that that segues nicely into our our bat plugs. Have either of you guys actually read the the DC Hanna Barbera stuff? Scooby Doo Apocalypse. Nope. <laughs> I I uh, have you read it? Yeah, I've read some of it. I've read like the first two issues. Okay, is it good? It's it's really fun. It's a really different take. Obviously, it's you know kind of the classic. The monsters are real, but it takes a very like sci-fi spin on it, and not, okay. like a horror genre of it. Okay, I'm, I am intrigued by all that because I love. We've talked about this many, many times. Love. No, we don't need to bring up Scooby. Love Scooby Doo. Scooby is so. part of a government program to create smart dogs, mm-hmm. which is basically like the government is trying to create like canine Captain Americas. Wait, is that real? Is that part of the? That's part of the story. That yeah. is part of the apocalypse that's of, story. That's part of the apocalypse story. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. This is so strange. They finally gave like a, a background as to why he can talk. And Daphne is a doctor at a top secret facility that Scooby is part of the program of. Uh, Shaggy is the dog trainer for the smart dogs. Okay. And then Fred and Daphne are this weird kind of reality TV journalist team where like okay. Freddie's like her camera guy and uh, Daphne's like the the star. All right, okay. I can see that. That kind of works. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. I, I do need to check that out at some point. Mm-hmm. The apocalypse is started by nanites that oh. go rogue. Oh. Uh, what about you, Cameron? What have you been reading? What do you got to plug? Uh, <laughs> um, you're going to... I need you to, to hold your judgment for me to finish what I'm going to say. Wow, it's for, you had to preface uh, this. I had to preface this. got to be amazing. Because th- this is a movie that has so much negative stigma attached to it. Oh, boy. For no reason, because it's fantastic. Ooh, but because wow. Power Rangers came out last week, I was really feeling the nostalgia bug, oh. and I went, <laughs> I went and rewatched Speed Racer. Oh, oh. no, you're great hands for that. I, I love Speed really, Racer. Okay, yes. good. There's, I thought I, you were gonna say like Power Rangers Turbo. Power Rangers Turbo is great, guys. Okay, let's get okay, back to a good movie. Yeah. Speed, <laughs> Ra- uh, Speed Racer. <laughs> I rewatched Speed Racer this week, uh, and I forgot because uh, me and my friend back home, we used to have this ritual every time I was over at his dad's house we would watch that movie at 2 in the morning because that's when we both decided it was the most enjoyable to watch. Because it's like, okay, the, like, the, sure. early, like the late night high yeah, at, like makes I, the colors so much more fun. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have I, that. I'm in bed at 10 o'clock every I mean, night. I, but sure, that's a well, thing. I mean, this was, this was like middle school and early yeah, high school. Yeah, I was still in bed at 10 o'clock. Okay. 
Um, I have to rewatch that because I, I do too. Actually, all I yeah. all I remember is just like a flash of light and noises. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's a good it's it's a good explanation but, you know, of I, it. I, I think it, you're no, it is really good actually. I think the one thing it does poorly is that sometimes it gets a little overly kiddish. Like you get those like so so that's one of the things like sounds, but that's one of the things that. Uh, the problem with that movie, there are two big problems with the uh, with the timing of that movie. One, they didn't really have an age range because with the inclusion of the little brother, whose name I already forgot. Spridal. Spridal, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, Spridal really like pulls it, pulls it down. Yeah, he does. And I feel like if the movie came out now, it would basically be a lot similar to Power Rangers. Yeah. Where it would get that PG-13 rating. Or we would see. More like Ghost in the Shell. Which is doing so much better than I thought it would. Guys, it's at a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's incredible. I have no reference for the, the books, but yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, you've I, seen it? Yeah. I've yeah. It. yeah. I'll, I might watch it. I haven't decided. Um, but yeah, it's got I, a great soundtrack. Ooh. Uh, with Spridal, they kind of pulled it down a little bit while the rest of the story was really raised up. Yeah. But with like the action scenes, I didn't realize... like. Scott Pilgrim pulled influence from this movie. Yeah. And we know Scott Pilgrim is my second favorite movie of all time. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, look, I, I get why you'd be skeptical to think that I would actually enjoy that movie because I'm all I ever do is give you shit for your terrible taste in film. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I, that is a movie that I legitimately like. I defend. I really, really enjoy it. Like, yeah. it, it has its faults, absolutely, but I think it is way better than the reputation that it got. Mm-hmm. And it also, just, just like what we loved about Power Rangers, where, like, it sneaks in all of the references that you want. Yeah. It, like, it's just the perfect moments. No. I was like, no, I, I, I approve. I approve of your plug. I know, but I just wanted to talk about it a little bit more. I know. I, <laughs> I, 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 I know, prepared like, to defend myself. I know. The, the clock get, is... Just let me get it out a little bit. Literally ticking. So, we, yeah, yeah. we, we got to get through that last little bit. Uh, for mine, it would be uh, DC New Frontier, the comic. I think I mentioned it before, but I just was on our, our good friends, Novice and Frank, talking about that specific comic. And so I reread it this week, and it is absolutely amazing one of my all-time favorites so if you haven't read it go read it if you have read it have you guys read it i know you haven't read it nope it's still sitting on my kitchen Bastard. table bought nope. a copy he hasn't read it i'm sorry no it's fine it's fine i because I, I couldn't lend you my copy because i refuse to do that because i know i That's appreciate it i really read it while you're on you the toilet me. and you're done yeah that's what i do yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know it took you a month to read a like a 250 page book i am a slow reader all right i read before i go to bed Sometimes I'm on Instagram when I'm on the toilet. It's fine, whatever. It's fine. Publishing this podcast. Do you have anything to plug? <laughs> so. um, I'd plug. I'm starting a podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, called We Don't Have the First the first Episode. should be out in a week called Buzzed on Broadway. Obviously, I don't think this is the probably audience for it. But hey, if you're, there's always overlap. <laughs> if you're, always overlap. If you're interested in uh, listening to two people talk about Broadway while a little bit buzzed off of alcohol, our first episode is going to be about Wicked, and it's going to be up within the week. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm a hot mess, and so is my friend, and it is, it was, it's a great time. <laughs> are, are you guys ever going to talk about like movie adaptations? Uh, yeah, we're going to have those kind of like mashup ones, so we have to plan like bigger episodes for them. But okay. like, when we're just talking about the stage shows, which is a lot of... We have to get our clout. We, have, I know, we can't just I go know. straight to like movie musicals. I'm just saying, if you guys ever... Because apparently you would have differing opinions on Chicago, so if, if you guys ever get to that, I feel like oh. I should come on to talk about okay. that. Okay, yeah. yeah. We, we definitely want to get guest stars and stuff, so... Yeah. Yeah, check that out. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, and um, we're happy to get started. <laughs> and, and, uh, and where can we find you on the social media? Oh, God. I'm, I don't use Twitter. 
Yeah, I, that's right. Just, I try to stay off that. Um, I'm on Instagram at jdubs22, where you can probably see mostly half-naked pictures of me because of like doing fitness and stuff, but there's some other fun stuff on there too. So. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good plug. It's a good way to say yeah, yourself it's, Yeah, it's a good way to entice people in there. So If you want to see me naked, on Instagram. There we go. <laughs> That's the trick. Uh, you can find me at Cameron.Dexter. Oh, you got it. I got it this time. I'm yeah. not going to make that mistake again. Nope. Uh, yeah. And I'm at Lordifer, and of course the podcast itself is at TimTalkPod on Instagram and Facebook. And yes, Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right. I'm behind on our Twitter, but that, that's beside the point. So, but anyways, Jonathan, thank you so much for coming in and thank joining us and talking about Harley and Ivy. We'll have to have you uh, come on again. And mm. I think that's it. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Hey! Do you like teen dramas? Do you like teens? Do you like watching TV shows? If you do, you might like watching The OC. So give it a try, and you can listen to us in podcast form on the Bro we talk about flip phones. We talk about tube tops. We talk about things from the early 2000s. We talk about people smooching other people. Ooh, and great, great music. Yep. So, hey, listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud here on the Nerdist School Network. Woo. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.